Welcome back to Adventures with Bam. I'm Brent Billings. I'm Maggie Billings. And today we're going to talk about the era when we first met and became friends. Mm -hmm. So the day was April 22nd, 2008. (laughs) As far as we can tell. That's the earliest evidence that we have of at least interacting with each other at some point. I became a photographer in 2004. And so this was at our young adults group. We had... I believe it was a film festival, but everybody was dressed up. It was absolutely a film festival. I feel like the sharp in my memory. Okay. All right. All right. 100% (laughs) film festival. Anyway, everyone was dressed up. I was taking photos of people and Maggie was there. And I have a photo with her and three friends. I think only one of the friends in that photo did I actually know. I had recently started going to the young adult group. And didn't know hardly anyone. I think there was one <laughs> there was one girl that I cheered with in high school actually that went uh who was dating Brent at the time. <laughs> um but other than that, uh I didn't know anyone and was like the awkward new girl, but um they were having a film fest thing and I was like, Well, this sounds like a fun thing to go to. So took a friend from um some college classes with me and we got dressed up and met some people there and it was was a good time looking back on my life i feel like i dated so many people but (laughs) at the time i felt like i didn't at all because anytime i was dating someone like if i didn't already believe that i was going to marry them by the time we started dating it probably didn't take very long Like, I just always thought I was going to get married. When I was 14, I thought I was going to be married for sure by the time I graduated high school. That's right. Not by the time I graduated high school, but like, like as soon as I graduated, like, boom, getting married. I'm going to have, I'm going to have whatever relationship lined up, ready to go. We're going to get life started (laughs) together. Built for monogamy. Uh, Yeah. So I was always like fiercely loyal to whoever I was with. Mm. One asterisk to that perhaps. Oh no. Um, Coming up. But yeah, it just feels like a lot of people. So uh, I I don't know how how do you judge that? Am I? I feel, I feel <laughs> maybe weird. we need to do a poll of what how many what's a normal number many of people boys? to date before you <laughs> get married? Who knows? I, I think know. I think a lot of it is the age you get married too. I mean, you weren't you weren't very old. You were what twenty six when we got married? Yeah, but yeah. I've been dating it for twelve years at that That's point. True. So. Actually, I'm not sure how many people I've dated. I would have to count count it up and. As we were discussing before we began recording, I might not actually remember all of it. Oh, man. A lot less on my end. I feel like I can definitely count on one hand. <laughs> yeah, I want to say it was probably about 12. I feel like most of my relationships lasted around a year. Mm. So we're doing pretty good here at 11 years. I, I mean, I think so. <laughs> yeah, plus, you know, plus one if you count the, the dating part of it. But anyway, met Maggie at this time frame and actually i had worked with her brother at a grocery store uh let's see was i i was actually working with him four years prior to that i think that's right yeah it was like 2004 but we didn't make that connection until probably year two years later after we became friends yeah he never mentioned that he had a sister let alone two sisters and then I go to Maggie's house one day and Ken shows up. And I'm like, Ken, what are you doing here? <laughs> He's like, this is my parents' house. And Brent's like, what? I'm like, this is my brother. You guys know each other? Like the whole thing was, was hilarious. 
kind of a plus too, extra points in your um in your little basket there that you knew my brother and you guys already got along well. I didn't have to worry about him uh, meeting you and not liking you because he already knew you and liked you. So yeah, I, I mean, we didn't really interact that much. I worked in the meat department. He was a courtesy clerk. We had free samples, so sometimes we'd come by. <laughs> you know, we'd run into each other a little bit, but it's not like we hung out that much. He ended up in the meat department later. Little trivia for you. Yeah. The people who worked there when he worked there, um, you know, knew I would come in for my samples every day. We're getting on a rabbit trail. That's fine. So the key thing to know here is that my house, I lived with two other guys in a duplex. One of those guys owned the duplex. We knew the three people on the other side of the duplex as well. Our house was like the communal spot for all of the young adults we knew. There were people over at my house. 24 hours a day. Uh, well, uh, not, Just about. Not quite 24 hours, but absolutely every day. If there was an evening where <laughs> nobody was there, that was bizarre. Mm-hmm. That probably happened like two or three times over the couple of years that I lived there. Door literally unlocked at all times. I'm not even sure if it did lock. It might. I mean, I we think found Franco out might later. One of those uh, locks or one of the one of the doorknobs that's supposed to be like for an indoor. <laughs> it's like a bathroom doorknob. <laughs> yeah. Well, not bathroom, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, never locked. People would come and go all the time, all hours of the day, whatever. Two in the morning, I'd go over and there would be, you know, 12 people sitting on the floor watching Jimmy Fallon, which is actually how you or no, it was uh, Conan when Conan took over the. Yeah. The Tonight Show. Yeah, we Jay Leno retired. We were, we were, you know, loosely friends. And um, you texted me one night at like seven or eight o'clock, and you were like, "Hey, what, what are you doing? Do you want to come over to our place tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm babysitting." And you're like, uh, "That's fine." Conan just took over, and it's not until like I don't know, like midnight or something. <laughs> that would have been ten thirty. Ten thirty. Okay, well, so I went over and or no, eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Sorry, my brain is still on Central Time. <laughs> So yeah, I went over, but yeah, it was, it was that way all the time. Just people, always people there. Didn't matter what hour. It was great. Hard to overstate the, the extent to which it was the hub. Yeah. And I guess I should say like, I lived in Rathrum, Idaho, fairly small town. Post Falls, Idaho is where our church was. Coeur d'Alene is the big area right across the border from Spokane, Washington. So this is all in that area where all this stuff was happening. Yeah. So I don't know. We were friends for a while had a lot of mutual friends i was always over at your guys's place um hanging out um and how did it go i think we had been friends and my parents hosted a lot of stuff too um so we'd have you know a lot of the same friends over at my parents house they'd do stuff through the summer and people would come over and my parents really took a liking to brent and were eager to see me married off so (laughs) you'd you'd hang out and then the friends would leave and they'd go man you should really marry brent and um you know around the time that they started saying this um you had a girlfriend i was like brent's girlfriend he's like he's not interested in me and they're like oh that's too bad that's too bad so that happened for how long did you guys date? year a little over a year Probably. And tell, my, my tell, memory is really not good. Tell us about that, Brent. I really should. I really need to write down a timeline of my life. I as can best remember. As I, can. I remember when you guys started dating. That was June or July of 2009 when you guys started dating. Okay. So then, yeah, it would have been about a year. Yeah. So Brent had a girlfriend, um, but we were 
you know, always hanging out in groups. Um, Brent was just around and I remember hanging out with um, some friends one day and Brent, like, I don't remember specifics, but you cracked some kind of joke and I, my eyes were opened and I realized that Brent Billings was funny. Um, I don't know. I'd just gotten like a very um, serious vibe from you before that point, which I think a lot of people do who don't get to know you really closely. Um, but yeah, I realized one day that you were funny and I was like, oh, that makes him even more fun to be around. Like even in a very platonic sense, um, I like I like laughing and I like being around people who are funny. OK, so this, I think, brings us to the defining moment for me. Uh, the guy that I shoot weddings with all the time, Brent Luega, he was dating someone named Crystal at the time. He was engaged. They were like oh, a they week out from their wedding. Oh, that's right. That's right. They were engaged. I was dating someone else. The four of us, plus Maggie, for some reason. <laughs> you invited me. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I'm sure. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know why. <laughs> like, I don't remember if I invited other people. Well, there's only so much space in the Subaru. Yeah, I don't know. I don't you had an empty seat in your Subaru. And... I don't know exactly how it happened, but July 4th, 2010, we all go to Grand Coulee Dam for the fireworks show, which, if anyone's thinking about it, don't bother. It is the <laughs> most disappointing display of any kind that i've ever seen or it was in 2010 <laughs> yeah i don't uh yeah what a what a strange time if not for the the great times with friends that would have been a really terrible trip let's hope people who listen aren't the people who put this on and are gonna be so discouraged mm. so be it anyway a little feedback <laughs> constructive <laughs> criticism you know i i have a tendency to speak my mind and not sometimes consider the ramifications. Sometimes your mind isn't very nice. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> this was the moment for me when the scales fell off of my eyes <laughs> and I saw Maggie. And remember that I'm dating someone else at this time. So this freaked me out. As you may remember, I am fiercely loyal. And so I'm like, how can I be having these thoughts right now? So we get back from that trip and I call up my friend Hank and I was like, Hank, this is what happened in my mind. What am I, <laughs> am I broken? What's wrong with me? What do I do? How do I fix this? Like I was totally losing it because I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And, you know, I think I don't, I don't really remember how my relationship ended with this other person. I think it was already maybe moving that direction anyway. I'm honestly, I just, I'm so fuzzy on all these details. I really should have been like a journal or, or something. It's okay. My memory is your journal. I know, but uh, you know, all these internal thoughts and all these things before we met and all this stuff that I just, I uh, don't really remember. I, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. The fact is that was July, 2010. Maggie and I didn't get together until November 2011. Mm -hmm. I I was as cautious as I feel like was possible <laughs> slash reasonable because I really just didn't want it to be like a, I didn't want it to be a rebound. I didn't want it to be a, a I don't know, like a, like, oh, I'm, I already have a different plan. Like I just, I just wanted to be as honorable about it as possible. And I'm sure that I have had many moments of doing stupid things or 
dishonorable things in some way or another. But like this one like really struck me and I was like, I got to make sure I do this right because I don't, I don't want to mess this up and I don't want to hurt anybody unnecessarily. What if, I, I don't know if you will remember this, what, what happened? Like when you say like you, the scales fell off of your eyes. What, what did you think about me? Tell me. Was it just like, oh, she's pretty. Or was it like... I mean, I think that was part of it. I want to be her husband. I think it was just like your sense of humor, your interest in things, your... I don't know. Like, it's funny because knowing that you're um, more of an introverted person, I, I definitely did not feel like that was the case. And I guess that's just because I knew you well enough at that point. And most people mistake me for an extrovert. So I don't think that's a misunderstanding on your part right but you're i don't know i don't know how to describe it exactly (laughs) okay so i think i think we need to call this episode (laughs) no because we're already like i said in the intro episode that i envision this as a five to ten minute podcast sort of thing and i think we're bumping up against 15 minutes right now okay sounds good Next week, we will pick back up and talk more about the interim period between Brent's newfound singleness and the start of our official romantic relationship. So we will talk to you guys more next week.